Welcome to Impressions, a podcast of non-genre-specific, impressionistic music recommendations. There's an accompanying Spotify playlist for each episode. You can find it on our website, impressionspodcast.com. You might want to listen to the songs before or after this episode, or you might want to listen along with us. We'll give you a cue. My name is Busy Hemphill. My name is Nick Forrest. Fears. Phobias. Anxieties. Ooh, anxiety. <laughs> the creepy crawlies. The, oh, I don't want to do that. Miss <laughs> of it all. As per usual, I took this in a lot of different directions. Um, I think my first Great. thought was just to do like classic fears. Keep it simple. But then I realized I, I often turn to music to calm myself down or to soothe my fears or to make me feel comfortable in the world. So it was honestly kind of hard finding songs that evoked a sense of fear and phobia. Mm. I knew I wanted to do a fear of flying or fear of heights. I have such an intense okay. fear of heights. I do not like being up high. Mm-hmm. I do not like being in tall buildings. I do not like being on the tops of mountains. It just makes me feel wobbly and weak and scared. What about the top of a Ferris wheel? No, absolutely the not. Worst. Like, the I will worst. go on like a roller coaster that like suspends you upside down while standing. That's fine yeah. by me. Right. Top of the Ferris wheel? Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. It's nope. not romantic. It's not cute. I do not I like it. I always like trick yeah. myself. I think I'm gonna like it, and <clears throat> no. every time I'm like, like I can feel like yeah. heart palpitations. Like I'm like gripping onto the side of the cage. Yeah, we went on a Ferris wheel not too long ago, and Ryan like leaned in to like be suave and give me a kiss, but I was like, do not fucking yeah. move this. Do not move. I do not want that. Please do not touch me. We are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whoa, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay. so I thought about the fear of flying specifically, and I kind of reframed it in my mind after I listened to this particular song. What if the phobia comes from people telling you that you can't do something or you shouldn't do something or that they want to actively see you fail at something? Mm. This next song is Blackbird by a jazz singer named Lady Blackbird. Um, it's a cover of Nina Simone's Blackbird, I realized as I was listening to it. It's so beautiful. You should listen to the original, but this is such a good take on that song and it really gets at the idea of I have this fear of flying or launching or succeeding Mm. because people are actively trying to make me fail and they want to see me fail Mm. there's there's strings there's jazz it's spooky it feels a little Halloween-y anyway enjoy I'm not going to say anything more this is Blackbird by Lady Blackbird Impressions the beginning there's that pizzicato cello but the notes are kind of bent Mm -hmm. and it feels kind of like doors opening Mm. when it kind of gets into the that groove it actually kind of reminded me of human nature by Bjork totally yeah and then you have this piano drifting around it's a little bit more carefree it's sort of like the thoughts like oh maybe like I shouldn't listen to this person or to me it evokes like a time in the blackbird's life that was freer or younger where maybe like the idea of flight or success Mm. was like just a little more carefree the piano drifts in and out and then these cellos come in like around two minutes and you know they're pizzicato-y they to me they sound like spider webs sort of like growing rapidly over windows or like vines trying to like snag at you and drag you um under oh my god yeah like very like possessed haunted house yes like it's it gets very creepy quality for me and i can totally picture like some sort of video for this where you know it's kind of like not stop motion Uh 
fast motion. Yeah, you know I know what exactly I mean? like, what, what is mean. that called? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> sped up life. Yeah, I can't mimic the sound with my voice, but it's just like rapidly producing spider webs. I wanna fly, blackbird. You ain't ever gonna fly. You ain't got no one to hold you. You ain't got no one to care. I did feel like I was kind of swirling in a cauldron too. Like it's a very witchy song. There's so much the feeling of somehow casting a spell. Mm. What I really liked is there is that tension with the the groove in the background building and then you have this lyric that's repeated over and over, why you want to fly, Blackbird. All of the bass and the the background, it feels like anger brewing, Mm -hmm. like resistance Mm -hmm. simmering in a pot Mm -hmm. ready to boil over. By the end of the song, I just, I got the feeling that they kind of become determined to try to fly. Yeah. That anger builds and builds and builds and it builds to towards the end. She says like, you're never going to fly one last time. Her voice just becomes strained. There's that pause where, okay, in my mind, like, They've decided to fly. Like, they have jumped off the cliff or they have, like, decided to step out the door. It was very much like, okay, you keep hearing this thing of, like, why do you want to fly? You're Uh not going to ever be able to fly, blah, blah, blah. There's this feeling that you still hear those words, but they just don't have that same meaning. Like, you're free Mm -hmm. from those constraints that those words are putting on you. Yeah, and, like, I hesitate to bring up the original Nina Simone song because it's it's an amazing song on its own. But there is a glimmer of hope at the end of the song in a way Mm. that Nina Simone's doesn't necessarily offer. There's such amazing echoes from the original song in this one, and yet this one feels distinct and different. It reframes that song for 2020, and she released this song specifically in the days after George Floyd's murder. a good spooky song yeah. started the spell let's let's get our fears and phobias brewing <laughs> yeah choo choo that's not a choo choo like stir stir it's a bubble bubble yeah bubble 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 <laughs> <laughs> the first phobia that i am exploring through music is a technophobia cool. so I don't actually know if I particularly have a technophobia. Mm -hmm. I do a little bit. I think we all have a little bit of like, oh, my phone's spying on me. I've been watching a lot of movies from the 90s and like technophobia is present in movies of the 90s. Like there's so much discussions of mainframes. The first song I want to play, I'm I'm framing it as kind of a technophobic song, but I think there are other phobias wrapped up in our sort of reliance Science on technology and ideas and narratives of progress and always being productive. Mm-hmm. So, Everything is Shitty by Jerry Paper. I can't help but laugh at that song. I There's know. such a boredom in the group of male voices who, who are just repeating like things are shitty and like to me it felt like a chorus of like businessmen giving a presentation that yes. even they're bored with. Mm. 
the first thing I wrote down was dot matrix printer endlessly printing meaningless drivel. <laughs> yes. 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 And then the whole song sounded like demented, like elevator music yes. from like a dystopian yes. corporation or something or, or the world in general. That beat in the background is like one that you find on some like shitty synthesizer. Yeah. Having that music uh-huh. reminded me of like a vacation picture or like a, a picture of a beach in Hawaii that you put up on your cubicle wall or like uh, I think Michael Scott in the office he talks about the desktop on his computer and he's like Uh who needs blue skies when I've got blue skies right here your tiny (laughs) tiny window into a pleasurable outside world Uh it's not actually your window it's just this mediated image how bleak how depressing and also how real I mean I I have worked in those settings and that's very real. And it's this visual reminder that like, this is not my life. This is not my life. This is not my life. This is not your beautiful house. Yeah. And yet at the end of the day, like it, it kind of is, you know, like, in my office cubicle, I had a picture of um, the Shining Hotel, the Timberline Lodge, which I would, I would end up going on a honeymoon to. You manifested it. I manifested it, it um, which I probably learned from like my onboarding training <laughs> session. Someone once came up to me and they're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's, it's the Shining Hotel, you know? And they're like, what? Isn't that creepy? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's where. <laughs> work at this giant corporation and as as many corporations do they kind of co-opt a lot of like eastern wellness philosophy specifically like buddhist meditation and and they water it down to something unrecognizable and then use that to have these like wellness workshops with their employees part of something that came out of that was they they put these be here now posters in front of all the urinals (laughs) in the restrooms (laughs) and i was just like are you fucking kidding me? So at some point when I was alone in the restroom, I just defaced it and it said pee here now. Great. And I love like towards the end, like the chorus is like, everybody sing along. Yeah. It's those moments when like the motivational speaker is like, I can't hear you clap louder. Okay. And then you're like, oh, fuck it. Like, like, please I really hate it fucking when people stop. do that. You yeah. can do better than that. You could do better than no, that. No, I can't. I promise. I gave you, no. you had one <laughs> shot and I gave it to you. Exactly. Yeah, it felt so real and like kind of just depressing with just our endless office jobs or like the cycle of capitalist production like you just have to keep going and the repetition Mm -hmm. really plays Mm -hmm. into that you (laughs) somehow have got on this hamster wheel of everything is shitty and you just Uh well there's a there's a moment towards the end where like these bells come in and it's like oh my god like finally some kind of break like some kind of joy has entered the song but in reality it's like the boss is like oh i got pizza today (laughs) and you have to eat lunch with me (laughs) (laughs) or it's just like a a jingle in like a superstore and it's like 20 percent off ladies underwear today only yeah Mm, bleak (laughs) bleak so bleak welcome to our dystopian present
I think I am not alone in saying that I'm feeling a little bit agoraphobic recently. Yes. You know, after months of mostly being alone inside my house with my husband and our two beautiful dogs, being out in big crowds is really is really hard. We went to an outdoor concert this past weekend and we ended up leaving really early because we're just like, we're getting overwhelmed. Like there's too many yeah. people. I'm not quite there yet. This next song is kind of a fun pop adjacent song. It's by this artist, Mia Follick, and it's called Leave the Party. <laughs> Oh, I love that ending. It just ends. I know. <laughs> She's out of there. <laughs> Bye. Bye. God, I just relate to that song very deeply. Mm-hmm. I love how joyous it is. And so mm-hmm. it definitely feels like if you weren't listening to the lyrics, you'd be like, oh, this is like my getting ready to go outside. Yeah. But no, she's just going to tell you all of the things she's looking forward to doing uh-huh. when she's not at this fucking party no, anymore. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like this internal bliss. Mm-hmm. of knowing what you get to look forward to and nobody else has to know like when she first says like leave the party leave the party it almost sounds like the anxiety alarm bells are ringing but then like the heavy brass and the saxes join in and it's, it's a party like she's like dancing onto that party the moment you decide like ooh, i'm gonna go maybe i'll get a snack on the way home and then you just get out of there it's it's so happy and satisfying the concert was really fun But the best part of the concert was when, like, Ryan and I kind of looked at each other and we're like, do you want to leave? It was so fun after that. (laughs) We watched one more song. We got, like, a bucket of crab fries and then got the fuck out of there. And it was the best. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys have crab fries at your venue? Yeah. We're in the mid-Atlantic, you know? Crab fries. Fucking fancy. I should specify. That just means they're covered in, like, shit to tons of, like, Old Bay and salt. There's no crab. No crab. Oh, Okay. <laughs> it's just old day, hun. It's just old day. That's a lot yeah. less, less exciting. exciting. Okay, cool. I do love an old day fry. I'm not yeah, going to, yeah, you know, yeah. no shade on old day fries. <laughs> but yes, less exciting than crab fries. I love how this singer was like, yeah, I'm just going to read Wikipedia until like I, my eyes bleed. My eyeballs fall like, out. I'm like, I feel you. I would do that too. Like if Ryan wasn't <laughs> home and I was like just totally alone, like I probably would research some weird shit on Wikipedia too. Like yeah, I get that. I also love that she was like, I paint my pinky toenail. Uh-huh. Just one of them. Yeah. Not, like, Cause then you realize like, oh man, that takes so much concentration. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I mean, it's such a funny song to me too. Like she's like, I choose flight and I, I'm not going to mimic it, but it's just like, she says the word like, flight on those really really high notes and it's just this kind of backwards version of like a cool mariah carey summer jam but it's about leaving a party <laughs> yeah. yes. and like getting the fuck out yes. of an uncomfortable situation i think it's also super liberatory and i feel like this comes with age the first thing i thought when i was listening to the song was like this is definitely me now but this was not me in college like there no. was so much fomo no. in college of like oh if i go home i'm not gonna yeah. oh what if something cool yeah. happens yeah. or your crush shows up whatever and now like since i've become an adult it's just cool i get yeah. to it's not oh i have to it's i get yeah. 
to go back to my quiet uh-huh. house or apartment, uh-huh. probably eat like a bunch of popcorn, yeah. make like a quick kettle uh-huh. corn, and just, I don't know, watch something not yes. deep. That's what it's like something that doesn't require a lot of thought. Have you seen that movie Easy A? Yes. I loved it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great fun movie. movie. And one of the things that I think is extra great about that movie is like from the beginning, you see that the main character loves being alone. Mm-hmm. Like she knows how to entertain herself and have fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a skill that unfortunately not a lot of people have. True. People are like, yeah. I need to go out. I need somehow I need external entertainment. Yeah. And I think it was like really powerful to show this like young teenage woman who did not need that at all. Again, that's why I think I said it was liberatory. To me, it really is like, who cares? You get to do what you want to do. You don't have to do anything that somebody else wants you to do. Leave the party. It's fine. Leave the fucking party. One of my fears is being buried alive. Ooh, that's a me real too. fear. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> so this song really reminds me of a scene in a, a particular short film that a former lover of mine showed me as an example of like how tragic it is that we can't be together. Ooh, Very melodramatic. Ooh, I know. Yeah. It's this short film about like a couple. Mm. It's a heterosexual couple. The woman's like trying to get clean. They go to this cabin and on the way back, they're in this blizzard and their car breaks down and so they try to build a shelter out of snow mm-hmm. they start running out of air oh i know God. it's this was melodramatic yeah. is all i have yeah. to say <laughs> so the guy like he sacrifices himself okay. he's like i'm going to be on the the bottom like when the sun comes up like you need to get out of this snow drift okay. and start your new life anyways so Damn. i have that in my mind and then that also reminds me of the donner party yeah, like totally. even though being buried alive and cannibalism are not the same thing this snow story of somehow sacrificing yourself for somebody else mm-hmm. to survive in a snow ridden environment is uh, so really scary. horrifying to me oh my God. and i guess romantic question mark um, I don't know. Like, it, yeah, it can be. <laughs> <laughs> so the song is called I'll Gladly Place Myself Below You by Matty. Ooh, this is dark. <laughs> like he says, can you be everything to me? Probably mm-hmm. not. And like mm-hmm. just this idea somehow that someone is supposed to be the everything for you. That's a hard thing to put on someone. So the song to me yeah. has like a guilt and a fear around that kind of deep commitment as well. I'm so glad you told me the backstory to your experience of this song because <laughs> I definitely was mapping this onto the experience of like navigating. Oh, it's fine. Like you could lay on top of me and I'll freeze to death. Like that conversation with a lover. The guitars are like, they're kind of bent. They're (laughs) terrible. I'm just going to say like the, the the notes are bent a little bit and it just tells me like, okay, like something's not right. The world is a little bit off kilter. Mm -hmm. Something is coming and it's not going to be good. Maybe. And then you get this like Casio sounding beat, which I love. It's not comical in this song in the way it was in the previous song. It's more like tragic and sad. And it's like, okay, you turn the Casio keyboard on and you kind of just let it, 
play while you went out to work or went to school or went to your job or whatever. And it's it's still just like playing alone in this room. And like maybe you left the window open and it starts to snow and it like short circuits a little bit. And it sounds weird and distorted. The sad little Casio game. Oh, God, (laughs) Just playing for nobody. He's like, I can't stop. I can't help it. (laughs) Somebody please turn me off. I want to leave my own party. At some point, drums enter the situation and that becomes like the driving beat. And to me, it's like, okay, we're doing this. Like Mm -hmm. it's a couple burying themselves in snow, as you mentioned. That's when the reality and like the gravity of the situation sets in. They have positioned their bodies to die, basically. And like that is when sort of the elements come in and um, you get the cymbal crashes. And to me, that was like lashing wind or a little less literally Mm. just like the sheer sublimity, sublime nature of this this decision. Yeah. The scents become twinkly, and it's almost like the daze you get when you're freezing. Mm, Not that I mm-hmm. would know, but I hear when you freeze to death, you kind of get dazed, mm-hmm. and things become like very pretty almost, and as your body shuts down. And then the song just kind of, it doesn't fizzle out, but the song itself kind of decays away, and you're left with just like the remains at the end of the song. The sound I noticed listening on headphones, the mixing goes back and forth between the left yeah, and right yeah, channels, yeah. and so you're kind of being surrounded by the remnants of these decisions the little twinkly days where it's like kind of her catching her breath and like realizing that her partner Mm. has committed to doing this and has died yeah she is also in a daze like he Mm. has he's in a daze because he's frozen to death but Mm. she's also in a daze and trying to kind of figure out okay how do i actually move forward from this well now i no longer have this fear of dying because somebody Mm. has sacrificed their life for me but how do i go forward also carrying the weight of this guilt that somebody sacrificed their life for me too it's heavy man it's heavy yikes I was listening to this podcast the other day. They were talking about like all the inventions from the Victorian era for like safety coffins Mm. and all these like ridiculous ways the Victorians would basically ensure that you won't get buried alive. Mm. Clear coffins, tubes where you like would you would hire someone to sniff the tube to see if decay was happening. Wow. Bells attached to coffins, like all this weird shit. I mean, those fears are around like accidental alive burials um this to me was really intentional like you're kind of deciding to bury yourself alive in this song you know if i were in the situation with somebody and we had to sacrifice Mm -hmm. one of our lives like i feel like i would be the person to sacrifice myself like yeah you know who knows if that'll actually be true but i think i'd be like oh i'm not no please please you live i'm gonna just hang Uh out and let myself (laughs) fall into the days of a snow i'd rather you like go for oh god this is so So dark Happy Halloween. (laughs) Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. When you 
have a fear, when you have a phobia, when you just can't face a situation, sometimes it's really nice to, to have someone who can kind of help guide you through it or can help bring you back to reality. This song is about that. This song is about the need sometimes to ask for help or to lean on a friend or a lover or... I don't know. I think part of toxic masculinity maybe is um, not thinking you need other people. Mm-hmm. And so this is about that. This is by a band called Bachelor, which is a band formed of two other soloists named Jay Som and Palehound. They describe themselves not as a band, but as a friendship, which I just think is so sweet. Oh, <laughs> I love it. This is the moment where you're like, you know, I'm really sick of having this phobia. Can you please just help me through it? In my mind, you're going through a haunted house together, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, this is Sick of Spiraling by Bachelor. I love how much that song is about uh, taking care of yourself and asking for help. It's really nice. Yeah. They play a riff and then they play it again in another chord. Mm -hmm. But that kind of back and forth, uh, I feel it kind of encapsulates the song in that it feels like two friends playing Mm -hmm. on a seesaw together and sometimes one is up and sometimes one is down and Mm -hmm. I love the the play with pronouns that line of like if I can't have my own back how the fuck can you have yours and then later it comes in with if you can't have your own back how the fuck can you have mine which Mm -hmm. is very much of a RuPaul if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else Uh Um, but that idea (laughs) of like I'm spiraling out I need help I am gonna rely on you but also this awareness that like whatever the term is like you need to fill your own cup before uh-huh. you can help others. You know what I mean. Put your own mask on um, first, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there was a point when I was listening at this time, I'm like, oh, man, like, is there something sinister? Is this veering into, like, weird, mm. manipulative, codependent territory? But I think, like, when, when you mentioned that very subtle shift in the pronouns with, like, how do you have to have your own back? I have to have my own back. Like, there is that self-awareness that, like, It's this mutual support system. I love that metaphor of the teeter-totter. This is obviously not true with every problem ever. Right. But it really does help to know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, sometimes, that's all it takes. Yeah. And, like, they don't have to solve the problem for you, but just knowing that somebody is there for you. And that you can, like, talk through this with someone. Someone's Mm going to bring you back down from spiraling out of control. Just, like, knowing you can rely on another human person. Or a dog. I don't know. Like, but having a buddy. Having a buddy. It's important. It is such a beautiful buddy song. Walking alone at night Clutching a cheap gas station the danger is in the car who couldn't see me it was too dark as the brakes slammed to the floor missing me just inches short i thought if i can't have my own back how the fuck can i have yours there's kind of this like 70s dreamy quality to the opening it almost feels like something you'd see in like an after school special credits or something like that yeah it's kind of schoolhouse schoolhouse rocky rocky, like i don't know kids playing on a playground together i mean obviously the people singing the song are like adults with a lot of emotional intelligence um the lyrics sort of betray the happy-go-lucky sound like if you could just tune out the lyrics 
it just sounds like this playful, happy-go-lucky, kind of 70s-inspired folksy song. But yeah. then you have lyrics like, I'm scared out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, that sounds so true to, I think, just like a lot of people's experience, but definitely my experience right now. Like, oh, haha, I'm smiling, and yet I'm fucking scared out of my mind. <laughs> like, Right. And even the singer's voice, I'm going to say they because I don't know their pronouns, but it's wobbly. Their voice is kind of tentative. I feel like it's sort of airy and breathy. Like, I feel like they could probably sing louder and stronger than this, but mm. it just feels intentionally sort of like nervous and drawn back. And that definitely supports this idea of spiraling and being fucking scared out of your mind. It's a fun song. It's a fun song. That does have a surprising amount of depth and celebrates a platonic love. God damn it, I love a platonic love. need more of that. Love. Yes. Yeah. I also want more yeah. cross-gender leads in movies that are not romantically involved. I know. I feel like it doesn't happen unless they're brother and sister. Because yeah. even in things like yeah. Lost in Translation, they still kiss at the end. Right. It just was a disappointing turn. I agree. For me. I agree. Bill Murray's daughter got married in the church right next to my house. Did you go? No, but <laughs> I... Did you go? You weren't invited? I walked my dog by and I saw them taking pictures outside on the steps. Was Bill Murray there? <laughs> yeah, he was. She just married some normal guy from this neighborhood. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. Why can't I marry into a celebrity family? Come on. Come on. (laughs) Ryan. (laughs) I read this article about Shane's brother. He's an artist, and I didn't realize how much shit he had done. Like, I knew he has figured out how to etch holograms by hand onto records that when you cast a light on them and they're playing they hover above the record and it's all done by hand i know so i knew like i knew he's brilliant i knew he was like cool with optics i feel like he could fucking make bank off of like star wars re-release soundtracks he did he was that's what he was hired by disney amazing 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 some cool hologram (laughs) get that d money I know, I know. That's a celebrity to me. Anyone who's like accomplished creatively to me is a celebrity. I agree. I agree. Oh, what a beautiful way to think about life. You are brave and light in a world so dark. And I'm scared of my mind, and I need your love. Oh, I need your love. Your love. I roam. And also I'm terrified of like being a pioneer on the frontier somehow. Totally. Right. You get it. Seems terrifying. Yes. But also you're like, ooh, but I kind of like it too. We, I think we're dipping our toes into it when we move to like very rural New Mexico. And we would just Mm be surrounded by coyotes at night in this way that was a little bit terrifying. And I was like, oh, well, maybe we're just, that's what's going to happen. We're just all going to die. This last song is, to me, it kind of encompasses that fear and resignation of of being on the frontier and just, cool. like, we don't know, the elements might just destroy us, yeah. which I guess is also my second song. Huh, there's a theme yeah. here. Anyways, amazing. it's by Cowbells. Rubble Bucket, who I played for the party episode, uh-huh. the main singer lady, Calmia, she started a new project. Gotcha. So this is yeah. Why Styria by Cowbells. Why Styria? Thank you. That was the better pronunciation. It is downpouring really hard right now, just to let you know. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> All right. Maybe it'll pick up on the mic. I <laughs> hope not. <laughs> Impressions. It's so great. So like cute and funny and scary also (laughs) i mean taking a nap when coyotes are present seems really scary (laughs) 
seems really, really un- unadvised mm, as well. Mm, mm, it's mm. yeah, humor and fear live together totally, oftentimes, yeah. and also like laughing is just that's a response I have a lot Same. when I'm scared. I like how goofy it is because it also reminds me of like. <laughs> Just hapless people, like city slickers. They're yeah, like, totally. I know how to make it on there. And then they like don't know how to uh-huh. do anything. The way she stretches her ease in so many of the words and like keep and like. Somehow oxygen becomes oxygen. It's a gene. <laughs> it just, it reminds me of like the emoji with like, that's like burying its teeth and it's like, yeah. ooh. And like, in my mind, it's a couple on the song. They're like, yeah. uh, do you know how to pitch a tent? I don't know yeah. how to pitch a tent. Do you know how to start a fire? I don't know how to start a fire. <laughs> Did you? I only brought one bottle of Dasani water, <laughs> like, <laughs> like one of those like really tiny ones. That's like yeah. a four ounce. Bottle yeah, yeah, yeah. Of water. Like for yeah. children, and it's like yeah. then the realization is like, oh my god, like we're gonna starve to death here. <laughs> 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 and then you have this like hilarious, but also haunting and kind of spooky, like spaghetti western whistle through like the whole song. Yeah. It fit the theme of the song. It was playful. It was fun. But it was also, like, the person who knows what they're doing. Maybe they're from this area. They're like, oh, you assholes. Like, you're going to fucking die. And I'm going to watch you do it. Good luck out there on the Mesa. Yeah. It's like that that movie deliverance with, like, the guy on the banjo. Yeah. These idiot (laughs) men in leather vests. Come on, Burt Reynolds. Put some clothes on. Put some clothes on. (laughs) I love that he becomes so emasculated in that movie. Anyways, side note. Side note. That movie's really fascinating. It's a difficult but amazing and troubling movie. Yeah. My we were on a plane. I don't know where we were going, but it was one of those planes that had like a bunch of different movies you could watch. Yeah. And she's like, how's Deliverance? I was like, oh, it's great. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. She was like, you didn't tell me this kind of movie. Was. I was like, you asked how it was. I told you it's a great But the, the ending image for me, it's kind of like the old couple in Titanic, like in the bed. Oh God, yeah. yeah, but it's like mm. me and Shane, like hugging in the bed in this like shack. Uh-huh. And we're just like, all right, we'll let him in. We'll just take a nap and let him in. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Well, towards the end, like at the end of the song, she starts to stretch her ends. And so it turn, it goes from like, ee to like, mm. Oh, interesting. Ee is definitely sort of that like nervous, like. Maybe like there's some excitement and fun in it, but it's the beginning of fear. And then the mm, is like, nope, there's something definitely wrong. Your mouth like closes, like you're less open physically. And it's like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the reality of the situation has, has settled in. Yes. Like last year we were camping on a friend's land. They own a bunch of land out in the Catskills and they failed to tell us there's a bunch of fucking coyotes all around the land. So in the middle of the night, like I, I heard for the first time in my life just the sound of a lot of coyotes and it sounded crazy. It sounded like weird electronic musicians. Like I heard them scuttling all about. I was fucking terrified. 
Like we were sleeping with our two fairly small dogs. So I'm like, well, they're goners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yum, yum. Little chicken nuggets. But I definitely got that sense. Like I am an idiot, hapless camper who did not prepare for this situation. The coyotes are going to breach our like flimsy ass tent that we bought at Walmart. You know. So a thing that I do as a hapless city slicker when camping, which like is not <clears throat> advised for safety, but for my mental health yeah. is absolutely necessary. Yeah. I sleep with earplugs. Like I shouldn't, oh, yeah. but I. I know because every single noise when I'm camping, I'm mm-hmm. just convinced I'm going to die. So yeah. just stick some pluggies yeah. in. Who knows? Maybe something <laughs> will kill me, but I won't know it's coming. So I won't be scared. I, I do that too as well. When we went up to the Adirondacks last month, I bought a can of bear spray because there's lots of bears there, but I was so scared of the bear spray just like accidentally <laughs> like deploying. So I like, I put it in like basically like a lock box inside of my hiking backpack and so there's like no fucking way I could even use it if I needed it. <laughs> Just imagine this bears and you're like, I got it. Yeah. And you're like, I can't open the combination. I can't get one. Meanwhile, like 10 sandwiches fly out, like eight LaCroix cans, like my phone, like a change of clothes. <laughs> oh, city slickers. We're such dumb city slickers. Damn, you're afraid. I feel like I laughed through a lot of my fears. <laughs> That's one way to deal with phobias. A very good way, in my opinion. Yes. Those were our impressions. Ah. <laughs>